guys. Welcome to episode, dang, I think this is episode seven of Hashtag for Hangups. I am um, just so excited because my best friend is joining me today. I've been wanting to get her on for a while and this week's topic just was appropriate. So um, let me just go ahead and have her come off mute so I can officially introduce her to the world. Hi, Carmen. Hey, Sissy. Hey, guys. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited that you are here. Um, y'all, Carmen and I have been friends now for, damn, almost 30 years. We in this thing. <laughs> real. And, oh, wow. um, and aside from her just being the absolute best friend ever, she is also just a bomb-ass publicist. Um, she's been in the game for that. Damn, Carmen, how long have you been a publicist? Like 15 years? A long time. Ridiculous. Long time. Uh, yeah. Yes, just for as long as I've ever known her is what it feels like. Cause she's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also I'm excited. She won't let me give too much detail, but she's also a budding entrepreneur. So, so excited for her. Um, and she's the beautiful wife to an amazing husband. His name is Chris. I love him. Um, when I met Chris for the first time, I was like, ooh. This guy is it. Yeah, they had come to LA for his birthday and they had been dating for a while, but this was my first time meeting him in person. And when I met him instantaneously, I knew that if I had to share this best friend's title with somebody else, I was happy to do it with him. So he's awesome. And by the way, by the time this comes out um, tomorrow on Monday, he'll be celebrating his birthday. So happy birthday, Yay. brother Chris. <laughs> Um, and in addition to being a bomb-ass mom, a budding entrepreneur, an amazing publicist, she's also the mommy to my beautiful goddaughter, Miss Sophie Camille. Sophie. <laughs> yes, she's, Carmen, tell her to stop growing up. Like, she's, I, I know, she's Sophie getting big she so it. quick. It's wild. Like, she talks a lot, but, you know, she got it honest, so there you go. <laughs> this is uh, but yeah, she's getting big. It's crazy. She'll be two this summer. <laughs> I just need for COVID to go away so that I can come see her. I know. I'm sending her to LA as soon as we can. <laughs> <laughs> With open arms, okay? And I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. So this week's hashtag, guys, which I have to say, I was just, Carmen and I were chatting a bit before we started to record. And I said, y'all don't think I've been telling, giving people a hashtag these last couple of episodes. And she was like, mm-hmm, you have it. <laughs> So um, this week, officially, the hashtag is going to be insecure. And it's insecure, y'all, um, because of the television show, which most of you who are listening automatically know that. And this show has been a hot topic of conversation amongst, I'm sure, all of your friend groups, ours included. And I um, had decided that it made sense to finally talk about this show on the podcast because as we know, Issa and Molly are kind of beefing. Well, I guess not even kind of, they, they beefing. Mm, it's beefing. full, it's full on. <laughs> right, this is full, full on. And I wanted to talk about it and I figured there actually, it made no better sense to talk about this with um, anybody else aside from my best friend. So, um, but <laughs> I have to say too though, that when I first told Carmen, she was like, yeah, but we not Issa and Molly. I was like, no, we are not. <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we are, are not. Mm-mm. That is not our walk. Um, um, and we've experienced, our relationship has gone through all of the big 
uh, I guess, big moments of lives. And we like, we're ebbing and flowing. I mean, the next probably big milestone that we would have to go through is like aging parents. But, and we're kind of in that phase. Kind of near. Currently. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, it's crazy to think about. I have to say that um, my mom always talks about her relationship with her her younger sister who is like next in line to her my aunt becky and my mom talks about how that relationship is sacred to her and that there is like nothing she's all she cherishes it and she treats it in a way that she's always very cognizant of like how it's handled and how disagreements happen and things of that nature and i you know i've heard that my entire life and i have to say that i didn't totally understand it until you and i became super close friends and so likewise right. I treat our relationship the same way um and it hasn't always been a, a crystal staircase sure it hasn't yes right there are definitely um times where I probably wasn't the the best friend that I could have been um but I think one of the things that I adore most is you're always there for my biggest moments like and it's doesn't go unnoticed and it's right. so appreciated appreciate same. same i think i mean friendships i mean all relationships and that's that's like a big thing that i think people like a big misconception about like platonic friendships is like they still require investment they still re require you to show up um and really be there for people and like it's not just when you're dating somebody uh these are the things he requires or she requires or whatever from me that's the same thing with friendships so even when they are in a lull or maybe a down point, it's up. It, it's really up to you to decide how much do you want that friendship? How much are you willing to invest and put yourself out there, be vulnerable, be open and being open to hearing feedback? Because I think that's a big one for us. Like I, both of us are super sensitive, like <laughs> call a thing a thing. We both got all the feelings and everything. Very much one of those like being mindful of how we speak to each other because I'm much more picket the tongue than Sharice and he is like way more like kind of chill. I'm a little bit more type A <laughs> and it's being mindful about how we speak to each other and being considerate of each other and when there is an issue I think the biggest part is addressing it like yeah. that is the whole problem with Molly and Issa clearly yes. there were there were some walls <laughs> and they were not they were just like oh let's just brush this thing right mm -hmm. under the rug and keep it moving but this has been the whole season i had to think when you asked about this i was like dang not the whole season the whole series not just mm -hmm. this season yeah. it's been like that the whole time they make jabs at each other but that's also part of their friendship but you got to be mindful of like when those things cut deeper and when people evolve and when people change it ain't always going to be the same you know, right. like how you handle somebody before might not be the case, um, right. moving forward. So, yeah, no, definitely. I agree wholeheartedly, um, that it requires, again, relationships require, um, work. And I remember posting, um, a few years ago, I don't even know how long ago it was, but I was talking about how, to your point, there's this common, another common misconception that relationships, whatever they are, are supposed to be hard and i remember thinking like right. but they're they're not, they're not. and if, if they are then again <laughs> it's time to make some adjustments Thank because yeah. now granted to your point they require work like you have to be mindful but i'm not interested in having hard relationships 
preach, okay? Even, <laughs> like, I think it's funny because me and Chris, my husband, we talk about that. Like, our relationship, like, in the beginning was a little rocky for us to get together. But once we were, like, yeah, we had bumps, but it's easy to be married to him. Like, and that doesn't mean it doesn't require work, but it is, it is a, like, it's a comfortable, it's not a, it's not me struggling every day to be in a marriage, because then that relationship has flaws, and you should probably reassess. So I think that's the same thing with friendships, for sure. Like, even when you are having a downtime, it's really about being like, all right, again, this is a friendship I want, this is something we don't work at. Definitely. And I remember, and, and somebody might say, and I'm thinking specifically of conversations that I've had with Ebony and she's like, yeah, but sometimes too, you have to, um, kind of just know who your friend is and accept them for that and, or, or not accept them for that. And Mm -hmm. I think that too is part of Molly and Issa's situation right now. Right. It's like, y'all been friends all these years. I think a couple of things you mentioned too, they're growing and they're not having conversations as they're Mm -hmm. growing. And so it's almost like when the communication stops and people continue to grow around them, it's hard to find that commonality when you get there. Mm -hmm. And, and while they're growing, there's still some like, I guess, core fundamental personality traits that they still have. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, they themselves still have their core insecurities and idiosyncrasies or however we want to describe them. But they're almost this, as they've evolved, they're looking at their friend through the same lens and not appreciating the growth in the friend. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, you know, they have, I have lots of feelings because Molly is not it for me. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm Uh whole time team Issa definitely on the last episode I think we talked about this before but don't come to my job and cut up because we gonna have some issues for real but and you know I have lots of other things to say about Molly but I think that Issa was the one who was always kind of been the struggle like the one who was struggling the one who didn't have it together you know kind of in a dead-end job that she wasn't happy with and Molly was the one who was like got her career stuff together and she was not doing well on the relationship side and now it's almost like they kind of swapped and where their flaws were and Issa was excelling and Molly did not one didn't believe in her which that's a whole nother thing because if you can't believe in your homie we not homies like that's that I mean yeah like if you if you you're not gonna help me because you think I'm gonna fail that's why you didn't want to loop in your boyfriend because you thought it was gonna be a problem so that means you don't you don't believe in me like I don't know I, I just can't get past that either way I think that Issa started excelling professionally and Molly was like no I'm the one who does that that's almost what it seemed like yeah um and Issa still had digs at her for being in a relationship that she was trying to finally do right by like you could see that she's growing um which is commendable so I'll give Molly a little tiny prop on that just a small one not not too much right but she is you can see that she's evolving she's at least bought some pride to her dad like she's trying to be a little bit of a better person on the relationship side um and I think you know that I just I I feel like they just were growing in different ways and definitely not talking about it and that caused a major rift but because they already had they did like if you to, to Nicole's point if you are in a friendship where there's constant 
um, kind of like little sly remarks here and there, and you're comfortable with that, once those things start elevate, uh, escalating and you're not comfortable, then you need to say something. And that's what their problem was. Because they've always, I mean, for the whole time, like, you know what I mean? There's little things here and there. I mean, the first episode, you remember, remember Broken P? <laughs> at the oh. did. Like, that was about oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, you know, to say that, like, they didn't have that kind of friendship from jump. They did. Right. But mm-hmm. it got to the point where it was no longer funny. It wasn't comical. They weren't comfortable with it. That's when you need to start having some conversation. Absolutely. Um, I want to go back to the comment that you made um, about, you know, Issa being the friend who was trying to figure out her career. And Molly was the one um, that had it figured out from jump and has been successful in her career for a long time now. And it reminds me of, of our friendship, right? And I think one of the things that I can commend Issa on, um, I, and I relate to, <clears throat> is you've been successful in your career like you figured it out very early on and you had a very cool trajectory um with and by no means am i um taking away from the fact that you've gone through things as you figured out your career but you you kept going and you've been successful in it and i definitely was the friend that was trying to figure it out and i'm shit i'm still trying to figure it out let's be honest um But I think the thing that I relate to with Issa is while doing that, you still have to be supportive of your friend that is making it and who has figured it out and not shying away. And you and I have also talked about it. We've had another mutual friend, um, and I'm I'm not going to mention her name, but I I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Um, Right? (laughs) Um, who Who decided that she would rather not continue friendships with us because we were in a different place and we were maybe moving on a little sooner than she would. And I always am saddened by that relationship because um, I think one, if you are struggling, you should never put yourself around other people who are struggling. So shout out to Issa for not deciding that she was going to be with other people that ain't and hadn't figured it out either you know what I mean like she her friend all her other friends were were there and so they were supportive in that way um but I'm with you 100% too though that I don't know how you move past your friend not supporting your dreams Mm -hmm. like yeah that's cool that it's different and you're not used to um seeing Issa thrive in her career but shit, when she does, clap for her. Right. Like, what? Even, like, her face, she was in awe that this thing had come together. Yes. Like, she was just like, I can't believe it's this good. And it's like, dang, did you not have vision? <laughs> right. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> I just, it just, it, it saddens me to see that. But I, it's so, it's tough because it had been building up for so long. Yeah. Even, like, her, with her not helping her to ask for the whatever ask right. Andrew to help her it was very much like a I don't trust this this is even going to be a thing so which like, is no so, like it was so sad to watch and I've I've read I'm in a um <laughs> there is a discussion group on Facebook and some of these <laughs> joints that I <laughs> girl 
girl. So Nicole, I blame Nicole. Nicole was like, "Hey, you got to go." Time. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and in all in all transparency, and like, <laughs> not that I think you would judge me or that my friends listening would judge me, but I haven't commented on any of them. But I have read them mm-hmm. or a few. And so no people are, of course, like Team Molly. Some people are Team Molly, and people are like, um, you know, their relationship has been has been rocky for a long time and they talk about y'all want to act like Issa isn't to blame at all like she's done some shady shit to Molly in the past blah 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 and my comment to that is if you and I or I'm not even gonna say if you and I are friends okay and we again have gone through our ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. and there has been some things in the past that I've done that you didn't appreciate and vice versa if in three years we have another disagreement, don't bring up no shit I did ten years ago. Preach, okay? <laughs> yes. Like, don't you do should that. have said that ten years ago? I'm exactly, sorry. it's like, over we're now. Not talking about that now. Past it. Right, right, exactly. So in this scenario, one hundred percent, Molly is wrong. Like, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter if you felt like Issa's been a, a horrible friend. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, in this particular scenario, even with her trying to figure out this block party and going through the things, basically, in my opinion, what happened is Issa said, I want to do this. Molly thought it was a joke. Issa was like, hmm, well, that's unfortunate. But Issa kept going. Mm-hmm. And Molly never caught up and decided to support her. And Issa did it without her. And so in doing a big project, like she did, she was pulled away from being Molly's friend in the moment. But mm-hmm. if Molly were her real friend, she'd understand that. Mm-hmm. And she would have at some point decided, damn girl, like I gotta, I gotta get in on this. Mm-hmm. But this arbitrary, you can't ask my man situation. Let's talk about that because <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is a made up rule. Okay, first of all, <laughs> you know Andrew because of the Issa. Let's call the thing that part. First of all. Okay. Number one. You know him through Nathan, who Issa knew. Okay. So that's how you even, of course, I can go around you because I introduced you to him. Like, that part. That was such an arbitrary, like, setting boundaries is fine and you should set boundaries in in your life for sure. But that was just the most, it was almost like, I'm gonna just throw this out here because. He just gave me some loving. We in a good place. I just don't want to ruffle feathers, which you would not be ruffling because it just took him in the email. Okay. That was it. That was it. And if it didn't work out, it wouldn't have worked out. And that happens. I don't know if you know events. <laughs> I work in events and PR. That's what happens. You know, stuff happens and, it'd be, and you, you move through it. You'd be like, all right, we need to come up with another game plan. And you do. Yep. So I just thought that like her whole coming up with you can't ask my man. Right. And even when she got mad in an argument, she was like, I told you I didn't want to be you to ask him. And she was like, you said you didn't want to be involved. So you weren't involved. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Literally. And yeah, so, so take me off. Yeah, I was like, okay. and I mm-hmm. said, so there was another, there was a male opinion who was like, um, not Issa was dead wrong. Molly shut that down and she shouldn't have reached out. And 
he was going on about how he had a, um, or he has a friend in the industry that does that all the time with his contacts. We'll be like, mm -hmm. hey, will you connect me? And then he might say no, and the friend will go around him and probably drop, I'm going to assume, I don't know, maybe drop his name. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not the same thing. It's because not. <laughs> it's not the same, A, because again, you said this already, but Molly says she didn't want to ask. Okay, girl, then you don't have to ask. I understand. I don't understand, but that's fine. I'm, I, I understand. You don't have to ask him. And then let's be honest too. Had Issa thought from jump that mm -hmm. she was going to just talk, ask Nathan or reach out to Andrew directly, because technically she could have done that, mm -hmm. but she respected their relationship and friendship enough to go through Molly. And then Molly still shut her down. And then I also don't feel like Issa even necessarily thought immediately following that, that she would reach out to Nathan. I think mm -hmm. that probably, and I don't know. Oh, also, I guess by the time this comes out tomorrow, we would have seen. It'll be a new episode. I was yes. going to say that, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, in full disclosure, y'all, we are recording on Sunday before we've watched tonight's episode. So, yeah. um, there might be a follow-up at some point, but <laughs> either way. Um, yes. So, yeah, but I think, and I don't, I wonder if they're going to explore or kind of share a little bit more about how that conversation happened. But in mm -hmm. my mind, I think when Issa makes the comment on the phone that she don't really F with Molly like that anymore, Nathan probably was like, oh, well, shoot, I'll reach out. Like, I'll ask Andrew. That's how I see that happening, but I don't know. Yeah, Be so curious. I think that that's actually not how it happened. Oh, okay. um, I listen to Insecurity, which is another podcast that's like the official HBO one or whatever. Oh, and, um, so when she's on the phone, which I totally missed, when she's on the phone with him that night, it was like, honestly, I don't really F with Molly. She actually says thanks again or something like that. And as part of that same conversation. So that note or thanks again for your help or something like that, that she had already asked him before the day of you know, the day before or whatever it was when they were on the phone. So I would like to see how the conversation happens. I'm sure that she just was like, oh, Molly, don't want to be involved. Cool. I'm going to just go ask Nathan. That's almost what it seems like. But yeah, either way, yeah. I don't think that that was wrong. It wasn't. I, I, I agree. Um, and I think, too, she probably was feeling, um, I think what's interesting, and it's going to be cool to see how it plays out as the series wraps, or, or I guess the season wraps, rather, um, is because right now I feel like Issa values their friendship more than Molly. And I think that maybe Issa, even though she knows that they are going through some things right now, I think before the blow up at the block party, Issa was probably thinking, we'll figure this out at some After point. This. Let me get through yes. this right now and then we'll, yes. we'll address it. Yeah. But I feel like Molly... And I think it's because I don't, I'm not validating any of her feelings. Like, I just don't, I'm not rocking with any of the things that you're feeling right now. I think it's extremely selfish. You need to take some time to reflect on what's going on in your world and why mm -hmm. you're projecting all of it onto Issa and making it her fault. Um, but because of the, because I feel that way, I just think that Molly doesn't value the relationship in the same way. Again, how do you move past your supposed best friend not supporting you? Like, I don't know that world. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, un I definitely don't understand that at all. And like, I have, I've been into some of those like team Molly, team Issa, whatever mm -hmm. discussions. 
not that I, again, not participating, but have read it. And people are like, you remember, like, all the stuff Molly does for Issa. And I'm like, people in friendships and relationships, whatever, do things for each other. And it's not always, it's not always immediately reciprocated, one. And sometimes people have to give more in a relationship than the other person is giving at that particular time. So Mm -hmm. if I am really going through something and this, I could say, you know what, Cherie will hit me up more than I'm hitting her right now. And we live on two different coasts, right? I might be really busy and I might feel bad about that. And I will try to answer the phone every time you call me, but I might not. And that doesn't mean that the friendship, I don't value the friendship. It just means that right now I'm just really busy and I'm, I appreciate you still hitting me up and be like, hey girl, I love you. I know you're busy. That is, that is something that I think people just don't consider, but sometimes it's not always going to be 50-50 in every single relationship. And Issa was busy right now. And Molly was really making things about her. So when Issa said the thing, I don't remember what episode it was, but when she was like, damn, you always find a reason to find a, find a problem. Like it okay. might be It was kind of like, I'm having an event right now and you want to talk about him dating other people. Not important. I'm sorry. Do you want to just date him? Then say, hey, I think we should be exclusive. Because guess what? You should be dating other people if you're not exclusive, sis. Like, that's how it works. Basically. And so I felt, Issa, when it's like, these things are not about you right now. I cannot come to your rescue, Molly, on something that you can handle yourself. And at the same time, when you're talking about her being busy and not being there for you, you let him go to sleep because you got work to do you're not paying him any mind when you're busy at work so how can you right, give right. me not that same the same thing that he was giving you why can't you give that to me right so and the last thing about molly i have a lot more things to say but one thing that's not related but the reason why i can't stand her right now did you see what she did with that parking spot outside of tiffany's house i wanted to fight her <laughs> <laughs> LaBelle, do you know how hard it is to find parking one in LA is the worst. I cannot I've, I've believe that places. she thought that that was her spot. Do you know that she thought that that was like she straight was just like, I'm parking here. No, right. sis, I'm reversing into the spot. That means it's my spot. You can't pull into this spot. Right. And she kept being like, Oh, why are you still trying to pull in here? Sis, you're wrong. Back up. You're wrong. And that that kind of selfishness, that kind of lack of consideration, bodes for a really tense and difficult friendship like absolutely that that was actually the moment where I was like oh I get it yes (laughs) I get it before we even got to the block party I was like no that is not even like I would get out the car and be one to talk to somebody after they took my spot you know what I mean as a matter of fact I don't even know so we're just gonna be in the we're gonna be in this parking lot right or in this street for a minute and we about to hash this out it's literally sitting there I'm gonna just keep my car where it's at you wrong because you the one trying to pull into it when it's a clearly a reversing into the spot situation which i was already doing um but that kind of like just like lack of regard and consideration is that was that was it for me and Um, i just can't i cannot and it's again it just shows that she's not she's not she doesn't consider Issa an equal Molly was good as long as Issa was below her. Yes, that is exactly how I feel. But now that Issa is starting to come up to reach her level, Molly don't know how to handle that. And Mm. she's like, hold on, that's not how our friendship works. And I'm sorry, but I don't need a friend that doesn't want to see me grow. Right. That's, I mean, that's part of any friendship slash relationship, whatever it is. 
we gonna have to grow in this thing, honey. I, she wants to see you happy in a relationship, which is why she was telling you flat out, like you, it sounds like y'all good, but you making up shit over mm-hmm. here. That's basically what she told her when they were doing the Runyon Canyon situation. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate it because some people had kind of some pause about that interaction when Issa basically told her like, you are acting like you don't want to be happy. Mm-hmm. But I was okay even in that interaction and the way Issa handled it because she prefaced it by saying like, maybe I shouldn't say this. Like, I don't want to say it because she knew that Molly may take it away. Mm-hmm. So again, I think she cares about the relationship. Mm-hmm. And she said to her, I mean, it, it almost feels like you don't want to be happy. And what it did while Molly is being the a-hole that she is, it actually made her think about how she was treating the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you are, again, being a horrible friend. You, I can't even call it a friend. I don't know what this is at this point. Because literally, Carmen, like, because you are just, again, always there. Like, I can call you about anything. And sidebar, I'm going to tell this story. I remember um, senior year, my senior year of undergrad. So I had taken the year off. So you had graduated already. And I had my, that first semester, I took the remaining classes and my second semester was supposed to be a cakewalk. Um, and I failed a class cause I didn't show up. And I remember I was, I, I pulled it up on, um, on the internet. I was looking at my grades and I saw that F and I called you. And I was bawling. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I was so devastated. And I was telling you about how, I was like, my, my family, all my family's coming. My mom's already told everyone I'm not going to graduate. And you, I remember you saying, like, calm down. Like, it's going to be fine. And you said to me, we graduating. And you always was like, you were, I never, ever, ever felt alone. Like, you supported me 100%. And I've always held on to that. And so, again, I, so that's why when someone says best friend, I'm like, hold on, bro. I've been to the mountaintop when it comes to best friends. So I don't know what this is, but stop calling her that. Because that ain't your best friend. really not. You know what? They might have been. This is what I will say. They probably were definitely best friends at that point. Even in the beginning, we felt like that. Yeah of watching their friendship unfold, I guess. But I think that their their biggest issue is the lack of, like, they've been friends, what, since college, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that, is their lack of being able to adapt to growth. And I I have friendships like that, like, where, like, oh, we was friends for a time because mm-hmm. this was when our, this is when we were in the same place or, you know, dealing with the same issues or, you know, whatever, whatever it was that brought that commonality to our friendship. Once that thing changes, that friendship also has changed and possibly gone away in some cases for me. But if I'm the both parties are growing and changing and, and acknowledging those growth, those like, there is no acknowledgement that Issa's finally doing something that she actually cares about, which is big because she was working at, we got, we got y'all. We got (laughs) y'all. And not very (laughs) happy there. So, like, there was no, like, oh, this is dope that you're actually making a move to do something that you care about. Instead, it was met with, like, what are you talking about? Why are you trying to do a block party? Um, And I think that that is something that I've always appreciated about our friendship. Because 
we'll be honest, Sissy has a podcast, so y'all now know this, but like, we got all the ideas in the world. <laughs> we do it. We're like, girl, let's do this. We're going to create this new thing. We're going, I don't know, whatever it is. I mean, clearly, but an entrepreneur and starting a new podcast and has a whole bunch of other ideas. If, if you said, I want to start a podcast and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like that, that's not a, that's not the way that you meet, <laughs> you know, that you acknowledge and respect and celebrate your friends' ideas or whatever it may be. You actually need to show up and be like, yo, that's fucking dope. Like, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. What do you need? How can I help you? Like, I think even at some point, somewhere I read this, somebody was kind of like, well, you don't, Molly say, you don't need condola that's a whole nother side oh, I roll I roll um you don't need condola you know Andrew or something like that you can you got your own connect that's right I forgot and about I'm, that I'm sitting here like wait that happened because I don't remember it mm-hmm. and I didn't revisit I thought about revisiting before we talked about insecure but I didn't have time um <laughs> but I just literally sat here like if that was the one time the one time you ever said that you was going to help was to hate on this other girl who was actually helping her and being like, why are you being friends with her? Cause she was your ex. Like I have bigger, I don't care. She straight up was like, I don't care about that. She's helping me do what I want to do, which is my vision. And I actually like her. So if he happy with her, I'm not checking for him right now. You know, they're going to be checking for each other. Absolutely. <laughs> gotta happen. Mm. But I like you, you aren't helping me. <laughs> so why wouldn't I go to someone who can actually help me realize my vision? um and so like that kind of that was just all of that is very off-putting to me but you have to acknowledge your your friends aspirations and that like you should be helping to validate them like not saying girl I don't know if you could do that now if somebody tries something for a really long time and it ain't worked out maybe you can say you know what you you 40 you might not want to be a rapper it's okay to say right right But if it's something like, I want to celebrate the blackness of my neighborhood as we gentrify, and I'm going to have this one day event, like, that actually makes sense. I, I mean, I know, I'm, even Kelly was like, girl, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but, I like, Kelly. I get it that it could have been like, wait, where are you coming from with this from initially? But you see her actually making moves. She's not resting on her laurels. She actually is busting her ass and working. Why wouldn't you be there? Seriously. I mean, you should have been there from the beginning, but even after, once you saw it's actually moving. Yes. Your biggest thing is to hate on Condola because she dating Lawrence. Right. No. And she alley-ooped you. Like, Issa said, let me throw this up real quick and say, she's actually supporting me. I don't care about this relationship she got going with Lawrence. So right. here you go. Here, So what you, here it is. What you about to do with it? You just gonna miss the past? That's what we doing? We just Girl. ain't even gonna pay attention. So... Right. Yeah, I don't, again, my whole thing is how do they move past this? Because I don't. I'm going to just be straight up. Maybe it's the Capricorn in me because it takes a whole lot to get me there. But let me tell you something. I've pro- I was going to say I probably ended friendships over less, but that's not really true. I mean, I keep my circle pretty small anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been very blessed in the friendship department. Uh, I mean, there's one that is, but whatever. No, no. <laughs> I can't with you. (laughs) But but generally speaking, I've been very blessed in the friendship department. And so I, um, but I'm going to be honest that I don't come back from this. I, I don't, if this were to happen, if this was really my scenario, 
I don't move past this. Our friendship is now over. Especially, and we haven't even talked about the big blow up at the place. Like you really came to my event and you tried to fight me. Girl, putting your fingers in my face? Listen, um, yeah, no, that's, that's not okay. I don't also, I was actually gonna ask you a question even though it's your podcast, your podcast, not mine, yes. but um, how do they, what's the bounce back? Like how do they come back together from this? Because I, I don't see it. Um, I did read somewhere that somebody was like, is only is it gotta be something tragic happens to bring them uh-huh. back together? Yeah. Which I was like, Oh, you know what? That probably would force a reunion and potentially a conversation. Like they can't do anything without having a conversation. Um, so I think that, that would that's gonna be interesting to see. I think one of the one things that things that I really love about this besides it being funny and it's super entertaining it's just seeing like black friendship real black friendship like the stuff that they're going through granted I am older than the cast of Insecure not in real life but oh no they're around my age in real life but they like (laughs) purposes of this right and um seeing I didn't watch Girlfriend so I know don't judge me but I didn't watch Girlfriend and so like seeing like today in today's world you know them driving a lift and all this kind of stuff is very (laughs) and seeing black friendship unfold and seeing all the like amazing parts of it but also the challenges that can come with it if you don't really love on your friendship like you should um so I think that that's like super commendable about the show and good to see but it's all and it's also calling a lot of it's calling a lot of I mean so many discussions about this and some people I have said that, I gotta be honest, <laughs> um, through some of these discussions, but I think that it's really making people think, and making people think about how they look at their own personal friendship, um, and I don't think, I mean, of course, this is for TV, and it's entertainment, so this is not what people are experiencing on every day, but I think people acknowledging, like, oh, you know, what? I should probably nip this in the bud a little sooner, because I actually don't like when she makes this funny, whatever she thinks is funny, but it ain't funny to me, yeah. um, kind of comment. So let me actually say something now so that we can start working through that because I don't want to get to the point where, you know, I can no longer say we not Issa and Molly. Right. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And I remember, um, I think the cool part too is I have experienced a lot of just personal growth and getting to know me and acknowledging my flaws a lot over the last I would say probably, it probably started right before I moved to LA, but definitely over these, excuse me, last eight years being here in LA. And I remember coming to the realization that I got an issue with abandonment. Like I have legit abandonment issues. And as a result, I will self-sabotage relationships. And I also recognize that I would um, test my relationships. And I would do it in a way by like, and I remember doing, definitely doing things to you. Like, um, I think it was it. Oh, I'll never forget this. Um, story. What you no, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not a bad story. Um, but it was when I was in Orlando and I'd done the Disney college program, mm-hmm. you and Tammy forgot my birthday. And it was now in retrospect, friends, y'all. No, 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 but wait. But wait, in retrospect, though, that was second semester of your senior year. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a lot 
I know as mm-hmm. you know 36 yeah say like right. there was things going on in her world and I didn't give you credit for that but I remember the truth of the matter is is that what I was doing was let me test this relationship and see as the day went on if they're going to call me when the truth of the matter is, is that all Sheree really need to do is be like, call you and say, you really not going to call me on my birthday? Exactly. Right. Also, okay, people, sorry. I am the worst. I don't remember anybody's <laughs> birthday. And I know their birthdays. Like, actually right. on mine, January 12th. It does not matter. Right. January 12th, I'm around. I'll wake up in the morning and be like, dang, it's Sheree's birthday. I got to call her. And then right. it'd be one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> right. that's, for, that's for anybody. It's right. No, so definitely. And so, but I remember having the realization that like, I now recognize that I have the tendency to do that. And I'm not, let me tell you, even though I'm aware that I do it, I can slip back into it. But I think it's important to recognize that when you have this flaw, you got to tell people. So, um, or you have to acknowledge it and then apologize when that part is coming out. So I remember like when I came to the realization, I think I called you and I was like, yo, you know what? I think I'm sorry. Like, let me apologize for how I've done our relationship in the past because I know that um, I haven't, I have totally self-sabotaged in the past and I've created arguments that didn't need to be there. And to your point of saying like, when things happen, you have to address them. You can't let them linger. And I was good for letting things linger. And then every now and again, we, again, three months down the road, all of a sudden we've had this, we're, we've reached a point to where now we about to have a blow up and you probably looking at me like, what but, happened? Yeah, that's and that's not fair. Exactly. So yeah, that's, um, I, I will say I actually had a, um, a conversation this quarantine time has been actually pretty good for me because I have had lots of time to just not really I have a toddler let me (laughs) I've had some time to just kind of be introspective and think about relationships friendships things I could be doing better in my marriage like everything whatever it is and I had this one friend who I love and adore and has been my homie forever and we just had a falling out and not even a falling out let me take that back she just stopped. Um, she just unfollowed me on Instagram. That is big, okay? Yes. It's not big, but it was big at least, like whatever, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I don't understand why we not friends. Like I just mm-hmm. don't get it. And so I called her during the quarantine, and I was like, Hey, so listen, I don't really know what happened, but you was like one of my best friends. Like we were real close. We used to travel together and stuff. You was my homie, and she was like. Uh, I know. Like, I was just thinking about how much I missed your friendship. I was like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. She said, well, first you got married and you had a surprise wedding and I didn't think I was invited. So that was strike one. And I was like, girl, you on the invite list. I looked at you <laughs> right here. And then we had a couple, like, these were very, very small things. One that I didn't even know, like, I didn't know about the wedding either because I knew she was coming. Like, right. you know what I mean? We actually had talked about it, but Either way, from her standpoint, it was like these small like things that I did that she just didn't feel or just she felt weird about. And she stopped talking to me. She didn't say anything. We just stopped talking. At the same time, she was dealing with her own personal stuff. So, you know what I mean? Like once all of that, you're dealing with your own personal stuff and you already got a little inkling, you, that can very likely happen. 
Now we're into we've talked now mad times since we've been in quarantine and we all cool because we just cleared the air. It was straight like, oh, I didn't even realize. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that even happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So we good again. But it required us actually talking about it. And I think, you know, because life is so crazy, and even for them, like they have a lot of stuff going on. Molly got issues at work. Issa trying to throw this block party, you know, messing with TSA Bay. And that seems like it's whatever um because plan b it can't be your plan a sis okay Um, (laughs) you know it's it very much was like friendships like especially as you get older like and life happens it's very hard to keep up with them so you gotta make the ones that matter count because life is so crazy and if one small thing is blown out of proportion and you never address it then that friendship almost always just falls by the wayside. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't want that to happen. And I realized that was a friendship that I wanted to keep. So I was like, look, let's try to figure this out because I didn't understand why we weren't friends anymore. And um, it was probably one of the best conversations I've had in a while because one, it was very honest, it was open. We were vulnerable with each other. And like, these are the things that I felt um, during this time because I had, I had, feelings of like dang what happened and she had feelings of feeling like oh Carmen is neglecting me which you know what I mean is not the case it wasn't the case but it was very much one of those things where we just needed to talk and so I think it's important I mean communication the is important in every relationship um and I think check-ins with people are important too that we don't do (laughs) enough of so like yeah we do a check-in you get a report card when you're in school. Not that you should get a report card for a relationship, but I do think it's worthwhile to say, like, girl, how you been? You been good? Is there anything I could be doing more of? Like, I'm also real. You know, I'm in therapy, so I'm all in the juju. But it's very much like one of those, like, addressing the things before they happen, too, of just staying on and being available to your friends, but also checking in and just getting a temperature check here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree wholeheartedly. And it's funny because I remember too, and it requires, we, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but self-awareness and just being very aware of your own flaws and recognizing, um, where you have area or room for growth in certain areas of life and your personality and, and doing that and having a lot of, um, introspection, like I will be honest, one of the things that I, um, have always I've had to manage is your friendships with other people I'm very (laughs) you know this about me I'm very productive um but um and then and just so for people who don't know the backstory um Carmen went to Howard University go HU Mm -hmm. and it's actually uh, her her experience there coupled with like experiences I know that other people have um, is probably one of the reasons why I am such a huge advocate for, um, people attending HBCUs. Like I'm all for them, but anyway, in doing, doing her time there, she's forged some very close friendships. Anyway, and, um, you know, I went to school in Atlanta, so, and I never really got involved in campus. So there are relations, like I didn't form those same types of relationships that you had a chance to form at Howard. And so, um again knowing that I have abandonment issues I know that that of that fuels some of my insecurities when it comes to 
our relationship and then your relationship with other people. And there have been times where I may feel a certain way, and I think it's important. This is why I think self-awareness is very important. That I could have said something, but then I recognize they ain't got nothing to do with her. And that's all me. So let me let me fix what I got going on over here and not bring that into our friendship because again, that doesn't have anything to do with Carmen. She out here living her life. And <laughs> you gotta check yourself. For the for the record, Susie is friends with all of my other friends. <laughs> They love her. Everybody knows her. It is all up. Um, but I do think that, you know, being self-aware and acknowledging when you are the one who like, you like, you doing too much um, is important. And that's another thing that they do not, they lack that completely on this show, right? It's, but that is something that takes time to fine tune. And I, again, like you, I still am not always, sometimes I'm like, you, you doing too much. And I know that I am. Sometimes I don't until after the fact, and I'm like, damn, yeah. <laughs> that probably wasn't the right move. So I think that it's um, definitely something that comes with time, and it comes with you working on yourself. And if you have, you know, if you are really taking that time to say, like, all right, these are the things that where I sometimes fail or things that I can, these are flaws that I have that I can be working on and not projecting them on someone else and that's for any relationship absolutely um lord have mercy in a marriage for sure (laughs) um that is important to understand that like okay i do things this way he does things this way and being aware of when those things do not necessarily you know match um but you know how you know there's there's a little bit more understanding there when you acknowledge your role in something versus not um and i think that that's another I mean, friendship, like, I call it friendship jealousy, which is not, I guess I shouldn't call it that, but, like, that's literally what Molly kind of had for Condola, yes. I think. Yes, um, Is something that I've, I might just pick friends like that, I don't know, but a lot of people who I come to contact <laughs> have a similar, like, oh, who this new girl you bringing around, or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm very much a person who almost forces people to be together because I don't do separate anything. I'm like, everybody coming to this one thing, we doing it all together. But I also think that some great relationships have formed out of that. And I think that it's important, for, at least for me, I'm, I'm a publicist too. So I like bringing people together and all that stuff. But it's very much of um, knowing your friends, acknowledging that like, you know what, actually these two people would hit it off so well and letting them go do you know what I mean it's kind of like I think that there is something that is great about that kind of the nature of friendships that allow for that um and it could be Sheree has become friends with some of my friends so it's it's definitely something that can happen even if somebody has that approach I think that I didn't love Molly clearly we have very different ways of doing everything it seems but um I don't think that that's necessarily a flaw I think it's something that you know, if you acknowledge that that's how you are, and your friend also knows, because a lot of times they do, they do consider it. Um, in my case, I'll be like, girl, y'all gonna love each other. Come on, let's yes. go. <laughs> that is totally um, you. <laughs> okay, so we went to um, to Napa uh, all before outside got shut down. Oh, I know. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was Sheree. Let me start calling Sheree. It was Sheree's birthday. <laughs> And, you know, it's her birthday. It's going to be her friends um, who I, like, they live in L.A. I now live in Florida. Florida, y'all. 
Um, I now live in Florida. I just moved from New York. And so it's very much like a, I'm, I've maybe been around. No, I hadn't been around Ebony before, but like actually hanging out was awesome to me. And I think that, you know, when you got good friends and you bring good friends together, magic. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I think that that definitely is something that takes self-awareness and takes openness and eventually get there. So. I agree wholeheartedly. That's real. But yeah, I think, I again, Carmen, like I don't, listen, I don't know how they come on the other side of this. Um, you mentioned a tragic moment. I think I... That would pop because I'm thinking about if it were me, that's mm. what it would take. Somebody gonna have to die. Someone's gonna have to die. die. So I think that they're setting up something, which is uh, Tiffany. I always want to say just Amanda. Oh yeah. I think that they are setting up that she has postpartum depression. Um, I wonder if that maybe I'm trying to think if that would do about that. Um, I don't know if it would do it for me. I struggle, but that could be one thing. Otherwise, maybe something with Molly's family. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Um, but that's the only way I probably would see <laughs> them getting back together. Because otherwise, yeah. um, I don't know. That doesn't seem too likely. Yeah. But I, the I'm show okay. is all about them being friends, really, is about their relationship, if you call a thing a thing. So that they got a new season. So at some point, they're going to get back together. That is very, very true. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking that Tiffany's postpartum wouldn't be enough for me like right. I would I'd be like oh girl like let me I'd have to tell Kelly let me know when Molly is gone I'll be there and and Kelly'd have to give me an earful and be like Cherie girl come on and I'd be like no nah, I'm straight like just but I'm gonna be there for Tiff so let me know or I would be there for Tiff and probably I, I've been in situations where I've had to be around someone that I ain't really check for. So I don't have a problem doing that. But I would I would shade her so badly that it would probably be an uncomfortable situation, which I'm sure there is somebody listening to this that has never seen that side of my personality and is probably like, no way, Sheree. And I'm here to tell you 100%, mm-hmm. I can go there. I don't, I don't go there often. Which is why I say, which is why I say, like, I've, and I think that's a, a testament to the reason why I keep my circle so small, um, because I, I just can't. And I think the like, the more people that you have in your circle, the more likely it is to experience a Molly type of a scenario. And I just, it's not a good place for me to go. Um, and so I try not to frequent there. Like, I just, I don't. But if if I have to, then I will. Um, and that situation with Molly would make me go there. And it's just not, yeah, I couldn't, it would take an act of God for us to come back together. And that's the honest of God's truth. And it's because you, not only did you not support the girl, but you were rooting for her to fail. Like what? I still can't wrap my mind around it. And you wanted me to fail so badly that you're willing to have a confrontation at my event that I've worked so hard for and had, it was a success. Mm-hmm. We were, people literally were leaving and you want to bring me down from my high? That's how much? That's how you care about me? Girl, if you want to have like that conversation, if Molly wanted to have that conversation, that is the next day or next week, whenever I feel like it conversation that is not at the end while I'm standing here 
basking in the glory that was this beautiful event with all these black people finally hey. who are trying to enjoy Ben Staples. <laughs> I just I I don't I would I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I can't girl, say. let me tell you something. I think we probably would have fought. Like we pro- and and I say that also recognizing that I'm not someone A, I don't believe in fighting in general. Like mm-hmm. these reality TV shows where these grown Ridiculous. people are getting into like what is that? I don't understand it. But in that and I can say in the very next breath though, had that scenario happened in my real life and my friend came at me like that with her finger in my face, she would have gotten mushed because First of all, I would have been so at you like that. <laughs> Right, this is right. <laughs> um, but like, that's how you feel. Like, you care that little about me that you come, you step into me at the end of my very successful event. And that's, yeah, I can't. So, for me, somebody probably would have to die, or someone would have to, like, if she, if I found out she was sick or she was in some type of really bad car accident or something like that, then that would probably solve the girl got to die for you. <laughs> <laughs> or her, or somebody in her family be dead. <laughs> Something tragic has to happen. And it can't even be, I can celebrate you from afar. So it would, even her, something magical happening for her wouldn't bring us back together for me like I would have to if she and if Molly and Andrew go off to live happily ever after I would have to be like y'all I am so happy that she and Andrew are together I'm not sending no congratulatory text message I'm not attending the wedding nothing I wonder if they break up and Molly calls her crying Mm. I'm just coming up with everything anything I can think of yeah um molly has to be the first one to reach out though because you're the one that's ruined this one showed your whole ass at the at my block party yes so, yeah like mm-mm. i'm way done with her can i say one last thing do you know do you remember when she was getting dressed and she was like and she didn't come to our my celebratory dinner and i had seafood tower for four or something like that right girl you just told her that you would not help her with the biggest event she ever doing in her life to date. Hopefully she do with something else. Too. I know. <laughs> but at this point, this is the biggest thing ever that she's done. And you talking about she ain't come to your seafood tower dinner. Right. When you ain't showing for her. Seriously. You know, come on. Come on. Yeah. Like that whole not showing up and and you mentioned it already about how it's not always going to be a 50 50 type of a scenario but i think too you got to get to a point to where you just um you got to know your friendships you gotta value your friendships and you have to know that at some point when you when you recognize that that's what the relationship is not that you take advantage of it but just that you feel comfortable having conversations and disagreements and being able to come back and say like this is what's going on because you recognize or and both parties i think have to recognize that this is a friendship that we we're just always going to be in each other's lives like we're going to figure this out um and so and yeah her being able to recognize and i'm not suggesting at all that molly shouldn't have felt a way about her not coming to her celebratory dinner but you got to give her a pass 
because of what else is going on in her world and what she's going through. But you can't do that when you don't respect it and you rooting for her to fail. Which right. again brings me back to I, y'all not friends. <laughs> so, girl, I don't know. But I will just say, um, in conclusion, that we are not Molly and Issa. We have dissected so much of this relationship. And I am so excited to now watch tonight. So we'll probably listen, Carmen, we might have to do a midweek check-in on see how we feel about this tonight's episode so ready yes tuning in and um i'm sure we'll have more to say I'm, Absolutely. i imagine that tonight will be like a you know like a kind of easy episode mm-hmm. last one was so tense um and they kind of ease us back to some sense of normalcy i don't know if they're gonna get that again but i think it's gonna be like a, a calm ish episode so we might not need to do it next but then we will probably need to with the next episode. yes yes definitely if we need to oh awesome awesome well i love you so much um thank you for being on and for just all i tell you this often but like seriously thank you for supporting me in all of my crazy ideas even when they don't come to fruition <laughs> because you're right I mean sometimes do yes yeah sometimes but but I just love that like I appreciate and you're not a you're not a cheerleader for the you're not my uh like a cheerleader for the sake of cheering type of a friend which I appreciate too like you give real constructive criticism and you say like all right well you might want to think about this and sidebar y'all when I launched my very first episode well first of all when I told Carmen I wanted to do it she was in full support Um, And then when I launched my first episode, she took the time to listen and she said, okay, here's some pointers. Like, here's what I think you should do. This is what I liked about it. This is what I I think um, you should change. And let me tell you, if you don't have friends like that, you got to step your game up because it's so important to have friends that are going to not only support you, but help you to grow and congratulate you when you do. And so I'm just so appreciative of our friendship. Um, it means so much to me. I love you. Love um, so you. thank you, thank you. Of course, girl. That's what we do. Yes, ma'am. So um, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you all as well. Um, we would love to hear your feedback on what you're thinking about Insecure. Are y'all team Molly? And we promise we won't judge you if you are. I mean, we might a little bit. We might. No. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. But um, please uh, comment, follow me on um, Instagram or Facebook at hashtags and hangups and comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, Share some feedback. And we will very likely come back at some point before this season is over and let y'all know how we really feeling about it. And if if Insecure, I can't wait to see what these writers are going to do, Carmen. Like, this is is very interesting. Kelly, really, Natasha is in the writer's room, so I feel yes. confident that this is going to be good wherever this yes. goes. I'm obsessed with her now, by the way. Yes, I love her. Um, so, we'll see. Yes. Fingers crossed that nobody dies. <laughs> I know. I, know. Okay. I mean, y'all ain't got to kill her mama or nothing, but I'm interested to see. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys right. again for listening. I uh, love you, Carmen, and I love will chat too. with you all next week. Oh,